Blog Talk Radio. Come to me. 
Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show once again. Yes, we're on the second part of the double show tonight. And I want to say a very big thank you to Jamie that's just been on the show, and also thank you to Nick and Hunter who also joined us. An absolutely fantastic show, and also a big thank you to Holly as well. This is the trouble of animal advocacy sometimes. I mean, I've heard a lot of people have been poorly. Um, I, I know that a lot of people are just literally take so much stress from what's going on in the world with the animal advocacy and everything. And I just think, oh, my goodness, you know, we do have to switch off now and again. She says, seeing she's only had an hour of sleep, and it's now 12 o'clock midnight in the UK, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, and I'm still going. So tomorrow, if anybody wants me tomorrow morning, or, like, literally this morning, I'm afraid I will be unavailable. The eyes will be shut at 2 o'clock, and I, they won't be opening for some hours soon. Now, I want to give a quick shout-out in the chat room to Max, uh, to Kristen, to Laura, to Music of the Past, Jill, uh, to Panther and to Rainy. Hi, welcome to the show. And I want to just say again, we have been had this show sponsored tonight by Hoobry Hound. That's www.hoobryhound.com. Please go and join up with them. And also, don't forget that code. It's C-F-C-C. That's C-F-C-C. C-C. Do mention the Asu Show. Let them know that you actually heard about it from us. Now, have you all enjoyed the show tonight? Hope uh, everybody can uh, see. Um, yes, if anybody can't see the link for the second part and you're struggling, uh, have a look in the chat room. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Have a look in the chat room. Now, we are waiting for Cindy to be calling into the show. Uh, Cindy has been walking. Well, start again working um, and she will be calling into the show very very soon um, I do think it's going to be in about 20 minutes I think um, she has been working but the thing is I want to just say to people you know we're very quick to knock things that we don't always see and the one thing I'll say about the videos you know when we see videos of the dogs being shot by police and all that sort of thing the one thing that I will say is is the fact that sometimes I wonder what happened before the start of that video. Sometimes we see that this dog has been shot, you know, and, and I'm not being funny. I'm sitting there going, whoa, you can't be shooting the dog. No, no, don't do it. And you're screaming at the TV, going, no, you know, at the, or the monitor or your know, laptop, and you're screaming at in the other half going, what are you doing screaming at the telly for? What are you doing screaming at the monitor for? And the thing is, what actually happened beforehand, though? You know, we we very much talk about, you know, children that are being bitten by dogs, and especially, you know, in the UK, we've got the summer holidays at the moment. Yes, six weeks of the children being off. Oh, my goodness, talk about nightmare. But, you know, this is when it's hot weather for us, not so much in the UK, but, you know what I mean, it's warmer. And, you know, we've got the dogs, you know, and the dogs aren't used to having the kids at home any more than us parents are. They're stressed, we're stressed, they pick up on our stress. But also the kids roam all the time and they get mired and stuff, and that's when things happen. But the thing is, can we blame the children uh, or the dogs for this that happens? And, you know, and this is the thing. It's stressful on our mum, and it's stressful for me for the children to be off for six weeks, but we're wondering why the dog's getting all wound up and agitated. You know, my dogs are starting to get older now, and I've noticed the change in them. Now, my kids have been brought up that it's, it, the respect is a two-way thing between my children and my dogs. My children respect my dogs, and my dogs respect my children. If my children 
go near them when they're eating. The dogs do not get told to move away. My children get told off because they shouldn't have been bothering them at that time. I think the trouble is we do not literally... Um, Sometimes we're not quick enough to jump on the garden fence and say, hold on a minute, let's just look at this from the other side. So, you know what I mean? I think it's good to have another side of the coin sometimes. Now, I am waiting for, let me just say to those that are just struggling to get in, um, you know, give me a shout when you're in the chat room. Uh, please post all your profiles into the chat room. Your profiles from your Facebook, your pages, and all that. Put it into the chat room because I will be copying the whole chat room and putting all of your links and everything into the blog, uh, that's asksueshow.blogspot.co.uk, that's without a cough, um, go and have a look, I put all the links onto the shows, and also I put all the chat room into the sh uh, show page after as well, <coughs> uh, I've got a bark here at the moment, I don't know anywhere else. All right, while we're waiting for Cindy to call into the show, because I know she's been working, if anybody wants to give us a call in, maybe you want to ring in and say a few words about something that's going on around you, or maybe you want to have a talk to me about uh, the gentleman that was on before. Maybe you want to ring up and uh, just tell me what you think of Jamie's page at the moment. Um, obviously, he, you know, she's been very busy with it. That's the cane, the Cops for Canine Compassion. You know, please um, just go and have a look at that page. And absolutely, she's working so, so hard. And like she said, you know, please ring in and let us know what you're thinking at the moment with that. So, you know, by all means, um, come and join us and uh, come and have a look at the page. And, you know, and do a little mention of the Ask Sue show as well. Let them know that, you know, you actually heard about it um, from the Ask Sue show as well. And thank you very much to all of you that have gone and liked it. Uh, it has gone up to 2,144 likes on Cops for Canine Compassion. Uh, 4,795 people talking about it. So, you know, they're doing a very good job there. Um, right, just let me share that link into the chat room so you can all go and join that as well. Um, <clears throat> right, let me just have a look. Um, a big shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Hi, nice to see all of you. Thank you very much to Max, who's sharing all my links into there as well. And just for a little plug, he's on Universal Psychic Readings. Okay, go and have a look. He'll put the link in the chat room at the moment. If anybody is wanting a psychic reading, he's the guy to speak to, okay? Go and have a word with him. And uh, I know he'll be doing email readings and Skype readings as well. So please go and have a look. Now, just let everybody know that I have set up a um, GoFundMe. Uh, it wasn't something I really wanted to do as such, but, you know, I do want to get this show further out there, and I do want to make a difference. Um, I do want to get funding um, together so that I can actually do maybe some adverts in papers and everything in America as well. So, you know, there is a lot going on behind the scenes as well, do you know what I mean? So, um uh, Rainy68, you're absolutely right, yes, and maybe we should put Jeff Colton back um, in touch with those guys as well. That's a brilliant idea. Excuse me, well, I just have my little coffee. I've got to say a big thank you to my children as well, um, simply because they have been so good while I've been doing the shows for the last few weeks because obviously they're on holiday, and there's times when, like tonight, I could have gone out and, and everything, and I didn't. We were here. So a big thank you to Kimberly, Jamie, Emma, and Jana for their support of the show as well, because if they weren't supportive, I wouldn't be here. So I wanted to say thank you to them. Talking of supportive and here, here is Eddie. Hi, Eddie. How are you doing? Hi, 
Oh, good, Sue. Thank you very much. How, how are you? Very good, very good. Just, uh, you know, busy uh, with uh, a lot of things, uh, trying to get the, the canine uh, causes and everything. But I just wanted just to mention uh, to your uh, listeners that uh, we had President Obama uh, here in town. And as a matter of fact, he was in my neighborhood uh, for a brief lunch before he headed out to Syracuse. And uh, one of our supporters addressed the fact about uh, BSL. And just so you know, President Obama is against uh, BSL. So there is a beginning that we've been trying to uh, get attention to the federal leaders. And what else, uh, what better news that we got today that uh, he is against BSL? Yeah. Why Why is he against it specifically, did he say? Is there a reason why he was actually so against it, or what was the comment that he made? Well, uh, one of the, the supporters had just uh, messaged me. She, she didn't have a, a lot of time, but there was just a, a briefing and an update that she sent quickly. So we would, uh, you know, send it out to, our, you know, the various groups that uh, uh, partner with us. So... Um, but, I mean, obviously, you know, it's given that uh, in light, I, I guess, you know, that uh, he, uh, the, the, the first family just got their second dog. And, and another thing that a lot of people don't know is that a, a lot of the, the our le- legislators, leaders there, they actually do take their dogs to Washington, you know, when they're in their legislative uh, meetings and everything. So there is an importance uh, to, the, to our family pets, our our, our are you know our our canines our dogs you know they're they are taken into consideration, and you know we just want to bring in uh with the 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 training that law enforcement don't have you know they're they're the way they're trained now is, is the fourth continuum is is actually more toward uh uh people not 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 animals not and dogs that they encounter every day. See, they sort of need a force continuum uh, when they uh, when they're confronted with, with uh, dogs. And like you said, I I like to get more how the UK police officers uh, handle. Yeah. You know their their runs when they confront these dogs and everything because it's very interesting that they don't carry guns, so they would have to have other options yeah. in dealing with with. Uh- with her encounters. Absolutely. And I am going to be um, trying to contact, um, obviously, the UK police and see if we can get a couple of officers on, you know, even if it's a, an ex, ex-police officer or retired, do you know what I mean? Uh, maybe we can get them on and uh, have a word about that. Right, right. And no matter if it's, you know, it, it'd be interesting to hear the, the pros and cons that they, they have. It's interesting to hear their views because, uh, you know, in, in part, you want to know, why uh, they they do what they do, why they think the way they do and everything. And, I, you know, I, I find that more retired, here in the States, I find that more retired police officers are more vocal and outspoken after they leave the, the police force. So in, in part, I take it that even though they're serving on the force, they just, uh, they just sort of can't stir the pot, you know, <laughs> Uh, while they're working. Yeah, yeah. 
And this is the thing, and let's face it, you know, you guys have also got, like, the meter readers and everything. And they're in the same position as the U.K. police. Yes. And not only that, uh, the the, uh, the UPS service, that, that, the services of the world with their, their, their fast shipping and everything, the truck drivers here carry, they do carry their dog biscuits and, and, and treats for the dog. And I've seen them. And I've had uh, I've had two that uh, just for 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 the fun of it they've given my dog a treat, you know. But this is how they control uh, because first of all they're on a time element. Their delivery has to. They don't have time to beat around the bush with the dog. So of course they do give them a treat, you know. And yeah. that seems to work fine. And then like I said, our meter readers here if they get a, a formal training, and uh, like I said uh, indicated before. They they have a a tool and um, a, a, a baton with a tennis ball, but you know that is not that is not to beat the dog. It's to prevent a bite. Yeah. You see. And, and do you know, Eddie, just just when we were talking to the guys a minute ago, the one was saying Nick, I think it was, said that he actually had a lead in the trunk of his car. Yeah. Uh, Something yeah. so simple. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not rocket science. Do you know what I mean? Just thinking that alone. Why aren't we all just? Even if we're a dog lover or not, we're all animal advocates. Why aren't we all um, having a, like a lead in the car? Right. Right. Do you mean know as simple not, as that? Just it's not going to take up a lot of room. It could go in your little side pocket, and goodness forbid that you should see a dog on the road. You've got a lead at hand to be able to go and get that dog off that road. Yes, yeah, and you can have some treats. That's what I do. I, I do have a lead in my car. I got to, uh, a, a few tennis balls, you know. I try uh, having treats on hand, you know. Uh, all these little things uh, in, in, in the trunk of my vehicle because uh, yep. you never know. And then if I'm walking, I mean, I can always take a tennis ball with me, you know, to the park because I'm usually uh, walking my dog in the park and everything, uh, and, and treats. I always have treats on hand because I'm, I'm constantly uh, reinforcing good behaviors with my dog, you see. Uh, yeah. And and today was it was a good thing because uh, as I was waiting in the park, there was so uh, oh, about 20 police officers from different counties and everything. And uh, I was training my dog there as they were watching. And then another lady walks by in the middle of the police officer with with a pit bull, but the pit bull was so way be, well behaved, but. I was so pleased to see that they saw how this particular breed, you know, they're well behaved. They, it's it's always the owner um, that, that that makes the big difference, and that's yep. responsible ownership. You see, so yep. you know that that was that was a good thing, and I'm pretty sure it impressed most of them there, you know, uh, yep. because it was well behaved, and yep. you know we all do always lead by example. And everything, and uh, I um, I marvel at what Cindy Boiling does because she is doing such a fantastic job and everything. And you know, sometimes when we think we're not even gaining headway, well, we just uh, stay in there and we see how things uh, develop. You know, exactly. uh, in our causes, sometimes we don't even know how it's going to get done. You know, I, I I just know sometimes. Well, I don't know how. Uh, I'm going to do this, but I'm I'm just going to keep moving, and uh, just because we have to do something, otherwise if we just stay idle, and uh, there's so many 
uh, people that are against it, but they're not doing anything. And here in America, of course, we're approaching election time. So yes. that's why I, I started contacting politicians. And, you know, I, I sent an email to all the city council members. I haven't even gotten a response yet. So I'm gonna, it seems like I'm going to have to make a personal call and make yes. direct contact and say, what's going on? Because they're, they're public servants. It's not uh, uh, a career like any other job. This is special because... You, you you were voted by the, uh, the the voters, the public. They put you in office, but it's to serve. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and you know, and we've we've also been talking about the NYACC. You know, with the amount of dogs and everything that's been killed, and people are saying to me, "Well, we need to take Bloomberg out, and we we need to do this." And I'm like, "He's leaving. Why are we not doing investigations on who's actually coming up to take his place?" Right. We need you to be voting in an animal advocate person. Somebody who's got, you know, two dogs at home who absolutely idolize them. Somebody who's going to go into that rescue shelter and say, right, it's time for change. Right, exactly. You know? So, exactly. Well, well, Eddie, thank you so much for calling into the show tonight. Yes. Um, I've already shared okay. the link um, to the group as well, Canine partners of Monroe County. John, I got it right today as well. Um, and so, you know, thank you so much for calling into the show tonight. Okay, I just, I needed to do that. Thank you. And thank you so, so much. Okay, bye-bye. Catch up, catch up with you soon. Bye-bye. And now, I'm not 100% certain, I think, maybe, is this Cindy? It is. How are you, Sue? Oh, my goodness. Cindy, a big, <laughs> massive hug from the U.K., it's been a while talking to you, and I, I've got to say to everybody, I spoke to Cindy um, quite a while ago on the phone, and you know when you get to talk to somebody for the first time and you just connect? This lady, yeah. I, I love her already. She's just amazing. How are you, Cindy? How are you doing? I'm doing well, Sue. I'm doing a whole lot better than when we first spoke. Um, I've had a lot of time, uh, much more time to heal, uh, yep. And I've had I've had a lot of accomplishments in my mind. I still have a lot to go, but primarily I have uh, since the legis legislation session uh, ended in May. I've had some time to heal more, and and uh, so I'm doing better. I am. I'm, I have more clarity. Excellent. Now, Cindy. I don't want you to go through the whole story tonight because we don't need this. To, I, I need this to be a positive show. Um, but please, just very briefly, tell us what happened with your beautiful little dog. Uh, she was shot in front of us on our front porch, our border collie, Lily, by a police officer <laughs> investigating a two-day-old copper theft call. He was at the wrong address, and... When we we didn't even know why he was at our home, and when we asked him, you know, to well, please calm down, please, what's going on? Uh, and I called my Lily. Instead, he pulled out his gun, and he shot her in the back. And his official statement was he thought Gracie, our other dog who never approached him, that Mark was holding, um, was a pit bull, so he shot the dog closest to him. And Lily bled to death in our arms. That was in May 2012, and it turned our world upside down. Now, I've just got to say to everybody, and, and Sandy, thank you so much for saying, letting us, telling us that. 
I've just got to say to everybody that I can remember when I first spoke to Cindy, and some people may get upset by this, but I, I was talking to Cindy, and as you can imagine, she was obviously going through a rough time, and, and, and she's just an amazing, amazing person. And we were talking away, and as you all know, I'm, I'm quite spiritual in the things that I do. And I was talking to her, and she said, Sue, I just don't know what to do and everything. And I went, I, you know, I, I'm so sorry. I said, I, I've got my dogs. I can't imagine what you must be going through. And all of a sudden, my daughter, who I lost um, 17, 18 years ago, at two days old, her face just went across my face. And I said, I, do you know what, Cindy? I said, I get it. And she said, what do you mean you get it? And I went, I know how you feel. I said, but only an animal advocate could say this. And she said, yeah, what do you mean? And I said, I lost my baby 18 years ago. I understand what you're going through. And, I and that's baby. the only way you could. And do you know what? Because you, lost, because you lost a child. That's, that's the only way anyone can understand is by losing a child. Yeah. We we all know what it is like to lose our babies, you know, from other things. But I, I just totally respect you. And, you know, I, I've got to say that everybody grieves differently. And I've just got to say, Cindy, I take my hat off to you because... You didn't just sit there and, and say, right, well, you know, I hate the police, I hate this, I hate that. There's no hate with you. You just said it as it was. You said what happened. You said, right, what can I do about this? And, and I've looked at your page, and I've looked at your uh, – Lily is such a beautiful dog. And, and, she, and I look at her picture, and I think, you know, how could there be confusion? Do you know what I mean? And I know. The thing – you know, and we can, and the thing is, it's like I said to everybody, we can beat around this all the time, but unfortunately, it's not going to bring Lily back. But we can certainly work together, and, and this word all the time I keep using, unite, to be able to make a difference, to protect our dogs from from now. Do you know what I mean? Um, yes, I do. Cindy, I, I know sure you've do. been. You, you've been doing so much behind the scenes. You know, tell us what you've been doing, and, and you, I know you've done a lot of achievement achieving as well. So, you know, tell us about what you've been doing and how, how it's been going. Oh, I've been doing a lot. Um, let me share, if you don't mind, before I tell you that, let me share something that I don't think we knew at the time that I spoke to you so long ago. Okay. And we, we, had hi we hired a private investigator to investigate the police officer, and he was uh, very connected. And we found out that the police officer that murdered our Lily is extremely afraid of dogs. And that just opened up another, another vision, another path that we knew we needed to follow in pursuing mandatory training and and to pursue trying to find out how many of these of our, our family pet members are being shot by a police officer because they're terrified of animals. Exactly. And and uh, I read today from Jim Osario and, and saw an interview that he gave last night that he is finding that many officers that are coming to his training are admitting that they're scared of dogs. And the fact that he has quarrel with him, his German Shepherd, has been a tremendous help with them being able to come in a controlled atmosphere and touching the touching coral and seeing that the barking does not mean I'm going to attack you. Um, but I wanted to get that out there because it's it it led us in a direction on that too. What we have been doing 
is uh, I initially started with, um, and everyone I suppose knows that that in response to Lily being killed, uh, our wonderful Chief Jeffrey Halstead mandated Jim Osiria's eight-hour hands-on animal encounter behavior training for the entire police department, including himself. And that started in October, and it has been 100% successful. We have had no dog shootings in Fort Worth since it started. That is the training that we are pushing statewide and worldwide now. Um, So I... With the help of Chief Halstead and other police department input, I found out that the organization put a commission put together by the governor, which is called Texas Commission on Law Enforcement Officers Standards and Education, has the rulemaking authority to mandate this animal encounter training right now. So I started with contacting Kim Vickers, the executive director. And as you know, you know, I did the petition that I asked for 5,000 signatures, and three weeks we got nearly 100,000. It shut his Internet down. Um, And then... Sorry, I didn't didn't mean to do that sly laugh quite so loud, but... ah. (laughs) (laughs) And interrupt any time. You know, I'm just telling you the story as briefly as I can. No, it's fine. Carry on. Carry on. Okay. And then... um, I, I communicated with Ken Vickers a lot, and he said he wanted to help. He shared with me that that some of his board members already said she is going to accomplish this one way or the other, and he said he would help as best he could. He admitted that law enforcement doesn't like to be told what to do, and my response was, Kim, what the hell? That's what your commission yeah. is for, okay? Yeah. But then Chief Halstead and I met, and he was available to me anytime. And we met, and he said, you need to take this through the legislature. And he counseled me that even if they made it a rulemaking, under their rulemaking authority, they could yank it if it's not mandated through legislation. So I had to stop pursuing T-Close and focus on getting a bill passed. Through, and Texas only has legislative sessions in the odd years, every other year. So I, I put together um, an outline of, of where the training needed to be in the T-Close mandate manual and policy, and um, I started looking for someone, a representative in Texas to what it's called, it's author it, sponsor it. And uh, I had the good fortune of different, I, I don't know, doors were just op- seemed to be open, opening to me. And I know it's just through the prayer of so many and, of course, Mark and myself. And um, we came into contact with my senator, Senator Wendy Davis, who anybody who is in touch with Texas politics knows she is a hot politician right now. But she wasn't at the time. And Senator Davis agreed to file our bill. We we refer to it as Lily's bill. And uh, it was Senate Bill 1358. And I got other people, representatives, to say we would support it when we it got to the House because it was filed in the Senate. They would have to go through the Senate hearings and then once it got to the House, go through the, the House 
hearings. And it was assigned to committee. And I attribute the fact that it died, it's called died in committee when it doesn't go beyond that committee. I attribute that to a lack of time to to campaign for it. I mean, for you know, three months isn't enough time to get the word out there and um, get Texas people to recognize it and and to call their representatives. We had three senators on our committee from Houston, and Houston has the largest, highest kill rate in the state of Texas. And I couldn't gather enough Houston supporters to call these senators because the word didn't get out there soon enough. But we continued to campaign for that and try to get media coverage. And um, it, 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 it's a brutal process, too. It, it's so emotionally draining to every day be focusing on how can we get this to happen and who do I call now. Yeah. Um, but then I finally was, had the realization after talking to a, a legislative staff member for the committee, and she explained it. It's not getting a hearing. I, I'm making phone calls for you. She's, she has a home in Colorado, by the way, and New Colorado is passing its Dog Protection Act. And So I had people in support and wanting to happen. We just didn't have enough time with all the other issues that politicians believed were important, like education funding and highway transportation. Um, and health care is the big thing. But all that aside, once I knew it wasn't going to pass, I started refocusing on keep close and, re and focusing my energy, not refocusing because I didn't have time, focusing my energy on gaining awareness yes. of the epidemic of these dog shootings and started reaching out. And I learned, and you would know since you're in the media, Sue, that I learned that it, by commenting on every single story that was published about this epidemic situation, you know, you, you pop up the news article or the media coverage and you have an opportunity to comment. I started getting attention from people recognizing how often this is happening and reaching out to me. Yes. And, yeah, because the media is, can be a big help and that can be it can be harmful um, if you get the wrong people. But we have been very fortunate because the media is – everyone I've come in contact cannot fathom their baby being shot in front of them, can't fathom an innocent animal being killed, and yeah. much less by a police officer. So started gathering support and reaching out more and being able to, instead of focusing on making phone calls to legislators, reaching out to those people who liked Lily's page and responding and and responding to comments and searching out other pages. Now, recently, um, Jeffrey Justice out of Colorado, you've spoken to Jeffrey. I met him in Austin this past weekend. He drove down for a rally that was put on by the Project Peaceful Street organization. And yeah. he and Julian Reyes, who's Shiner Bach, was shot to death by an Austin police officer in April, organized a rally in front of the Austin PD. 
And in the background of that, I had I've started writing letters to the police chiefs of the uh, the big police departments, and I had already written Chief Acevedo in Austin because, in response to Shiner Bach and another dog being shot, he said in the media, "We have a program. It's only 50% effective. We need to look into a better training program." So I jumped on that, wrote him, sent him Jim Osiris information, and one of his training officer, lieutenant, contacted me. So I made arrangements to meet with him last weekend. And um, at the same time, while all of this was happening, Vinny in Leander, Texas, was shot. He's a survivor. Vinny yeah. survived. And Renata Simmons, who is, oh, my gosh, Sue, she is, she's, not, she's not a talker. She is 100% doer. She contacted me, and I called her just to try to help her through this the horror. She yeah. didn't realize Lily had died. She didn't realize so many had died. And so she helped organize the rally, and I went to meet with Austin PD and, I, and found out that they were sending, well, backing up. I communicated with Chief Minton and Leander, called him and wrote him, and I said, there's a program that works. And we talked three times, and he, and he said, we've contacted Jim Osario. I've contacted Fort Worth PD, and Cindy, the training starts in August. He's oh. mandated Jim Osario's program. And um, it ended, um, it finished yesterday. For He's only got a small department, 35 officers, but he he is campaigning for this. He said he cannot... He can imagine that the training has not already been mandated, and he will do everything he can do to make sure it's mandated across the state of Texas. Okay. So Austin sent two police officers, including the lieutenant I've been communicating with, to the Leander program to audit it. They spent a lot of time with Jim Osario, and I received the message yesterday that, the, that Lieutenant Krauss has recommended to the chief that, Osario's program be mandated. And he said, and part of the attraction is the 100% success rate from Fort Worth. So we're hoping to get an announcement out of Austin that the mandate will, will begin. And it's important for, to folks to know that Jim Osario has offered this course for $500 a day with a maximum of 50 officers per class. That's $10 an officer. Mark and I are willing to pay for the first hundred if it's a matter of cost. So yeah. it's no longer a cost factor. But Jim has, yeah. has made this, extended this offer to, office, offer to all Texas um, police departments. And uh, so That's we're waiting great. on Austin. We went to a rally. We had the rally was on other issues regarding police officers, but our dog shooting panel had standing room only and had the most media coverage. Um, and so all of this is leading up to, we had front page news of the Austin Statesman, and all of this is leading up, all this media coverage, including last night, another uh, television station, is leading up to a meeting on the 6th with Kim Vickers that I'm going to have. And board members will be there, and I'm going to pound on them again in my my statement to Kim in a letter I wrote to him confirming the meeting, copied the governor, is how many more dogs have to be shot 
when this can be put into place immediately. Exactly. And here we are now. We're getting, you know, we're getting good feedback from Austin. I was put in touch today with someone I didn't even know existed in Austin that has his, you know, has started a page. And he has also been in contact with the Austin PD to rally for this training. Um, And he's been in touch with Jim. So, and Jim, you know, is doing everything he can to because he believes in the training it's working and something ironic happened i i got a post of something and uh an organization in spain has uh researched jim's training and is making part of his training program a part of their police manual manual and they contacted him for comment so our jim Aferio is now international fantastic fantastic yeah do you, do you want to send me? I mean, I made the comment when we were talking just before to Jamie, who's obviously done the um, beautiful page about the. Um, uh, do you want my head's gone? <laughs> it's, I know it's what it is. It's to one in the morning, and I've lost it. I think. Um, but, I know. You know she, she's done this it's a real fantastic. Positive. Sorry, Cindy. Go on. It's a very positive page, and I want to say, canines and cops, or cops. Cups for canine compassion. compassion. That's it. I'll get there eventually. (laughs) But (laughs) you know what? I mean, I was speaking to Jamie, and I said to her, you know, we were talking to two other gentlemen as well, and and to Hunter and to Nick, and we were saying to them, you know, we wouldn't put the police in a children's home with children without giving them training. So why Mm -hmm. are we putting them on the streets with dogs, knowing that they're going to be there? Because what sort of percentage is this, Cindy, of people with dogs in the U.S.? Do we know that? Well, yeah, I think uh, three out of four families have a a dog. So, you know, at the end of the day, that's like putting police in a nursing nursing home, in a children's home, with three quarters of the rooms filled and Uh saying, well, you know what I mean? That's exactly the same as far as I'm concerned. They wouldn't put the police in any other situation, do you mean, unless they were trained. So why are they not doing it for that? I don't think they have done it because up until, Sue, probably two years ago, it hasn't become, it hasn't been such a hot issue in the media. And, And now remember when Lily was killed, I didn't know it was happening every day. I had no idea that 250,000 dogs as of last year were being shot in our country every year. And that statistic comes from Jim. Now, Jim Osario knew it was happening all the time because he's in the business of uh, training officers not to pull their weapons. So I don't think it was in the media the way it is today. And so police departments were thinking, they were not realizing they needed it, but you know something else that has been a consensus in police officers that I've spoken with, including Lieutenant Krauss, who's been on, in the police department for 15, 20 years. And their typical quote is, I never, ever imagined or thought about shooting a dog. I've had I've had dogs attack me. I have more than one dog dog bite. And Cindy, it never occurred to me to pull my weapon and shoot it. No. These are seasoned police officers. 
And I, I, if anyone out there has the statistics or, or the means to gather the statistics, I would be very interested to know the median age range of the officers that are killing our babies. Because yes. I would imagine that they're all in their 20s. They have very little time in the police department. I think many officers now are coming home from doing tours of duty in in areas where there's been heinous horror and killing. And those are the officers that are now on the street that didn't grow up the way we did, Sue, where where you have pets and your pet is a a family member and and they sit at the dining room table on the floor and they're part of your home and they're, you know, sleeping in your bed. They grow up in perhaps homes where, you know, both parents are working, doing, don't have time for a pet. If they have time for a pet, it's just a casual time. A whole different um, social background. That's just a guess. And maybe it is too, too optimistic of a guess. To think, well, that's what's happening now, because I don't believe in global police corruption. Yeah. But do you know what, though, Cindy? I sort of can go with what you're saying to a degree, but then I look at it and I'm thinking, right, let's have a look at this on a bigger thing, right? And I, I bring this up in every animal advocate show I've got, okay? And I mention this every single time. I've actually got a page on Facebook, and it's called Hey Mr. Government Globally, and I've got some fantastic admin with it. And I always say to them, that's the icing on the cake of all of my groups. And they go, yeah, but you've got the Asusia group, and you've got this, and I've got, yeah, but I don't care. And they said, Uh why? And I said, because if we could actually change our governments and the way that they thought, they have got every single key to every single thing that we're doing and if they really wanted to, they could change our laws as soon as possible and make a difference. And we can blame the, the, the society, but who changed the society? You know, the society changed because of how the governments were. You know, it's, why are we the general public, i.e., no offence, Cindy, but why, is, why are you having to go to police why are we having to write so many petitions to the point now we've got websites full of petitions, literally websites of petitions, going to our governments, who are the ones that we have paid or are, you know, we thought were the best for our governments or for our, you know, our countries and whatever, but we're, we, the general public, are having to tell them what we need. That's such what, an interesting what? debatable what? issue. <laughs> Yeah, why why are they putting the police in that situation? The the reality is, okay, we've got the police shooting the dogs. The realistic side to this is, Cindy, if you'd have been a violent person, you could have had a gun in your back pocket and said, excuse me, mate, you've just killed my dog, I'm going to blow your head off. Now, the thing is... In Texas, you can. (laughs) Yeah, sure. It would have been me shooting a police officer who is above the law, and I don't use that term lightly. Police officers in the state of Texas have 100% complete civil immunity. You know that. Because our legislators have passed laws that allow that. And... And to answer, you know, to, to speculate on the on your global question, 
Yeah. Why? It, I, I, yep. I, again, do I go back to it hasn't received the attention in the past years until, you know, the last couple, and and so politicians aren't focusing on it, and and you know, Susan, Sue, we have to we have to concede, and I know things work a bit different in the UK, but we have to concede in the US. Hmm, I'm gonna guess in a positive light. Thirty five percent of our population participates in a political choices. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I couldn't name I I know a few people who, who voted for their city council person. I know a few people who voted for the mayor. I know a few people that actually vote in the bond elections and, uh, you know, to build our city, which includes which includes police department budgets, okay? And, how, and until I got involved, I didn't realize, well, if a police department doesn't have budget for training, they, where do they cut back? Uh, it's all such a, a circle of lack of involvement of the people who vote to yes. put this person in office and that person in office, my city council, is the person who supports the mayor. We vote for our mayor, but you know what they do? They're the ones that hire the police chief. They're the ones that hire the city manager. It's yes. all in the people's control if they would just pull yep. their heads out of their homes and get involved. Oh, do you know what? Big hugs just for that speech. I, yeah. I'll tell you what, you're absolutely right. You know, And, you know, I've got to go back to Jamie's page. It goes mm-hmm. to the same thing. We can sit here all night long saying, this police officer did this, this police officer did uh-huh. that. I just want to turn it around on everybody and say, what did you do today? <laughs> Yeah, let's shout into the room. Except if we say, what the hell did you do today? Yeah, do you mean? The the thing is, you know, all of us are complaining about it, but I I want to say my favorite word at the moment, unite. I'm still trying to connect people, right? And every single day I am connected. It's like I spoke to um, Jamie today. And the uh-huh. first thing I said, I said, right, okay, let me do some name dropping for you. And she went, okay. I said, have you spoke to Cindy yet? Yep, I know Cindy, okay. I said, mm-hmm. do you know Kristen? Yep, uh, I've heard the name. I said, right, well, I'll send the link to that. Okay, do you know Eddie Sintron? Yep, I, I know Ed. I think I've heard of Eddie. I'll send you the link for that. Uh, have you heard of this group? Yep. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And, and she reached out to me. People just need to realize that they have got power, Cindy, and it's power mm-hmm. in numbers. If you have, and do you know what I've just got to say, Cindy? I can remember the day that we were talk. I think we were talking very briefly, and I think I was talking with maybe Kristen, and we were saying that you would put something out there and you needed people from a certain area. Maybe we won't do name and shame tonight, but anyway. Uh, but there was, mm-hmm. a, there was a section of a, a place that you needed signatures and you needed help and everything and there was all these people whinging on this page about this area, this, this, this. You put a thing out and said, right, come on then, how many people are going to come and join me? We need to do this, this and this. And you said to me, see them have they got in touch with me? I know. Nobody. I, I so wanted to be flown over to the US and stand in that street and say, what the hell is wrong with you people? Nobody. 
kill me? Nobody, even even people who had their have had their dog shot. Nobody, they didn't have time. I work full yes. time. You work. You're. You know what? You're working right now at one thirty in the morning. Yep. And and I I tell you, if it hadn't have been for Kristen and Eddie and you and Jeffrey Justice, I you know I just got so angry and and wanted to just send yep. some messages, and they they all said, you know, you gotta do, you gotta be willing to to fight this campaign all by yourself. If, and and that's what you believe in, and then I said, do and I do, and I, I'm willing, and I'll share with you what I did this weekend. <laughs> Same line. <laughs> I uh, in Austin, in the Project Peaceful Street, people uh, gave us a, a a slot, a panel, you know, to break out. And Project Peaceful Street folks are all for policing each other and and watching over and filming the police officers when they're doing bad things. And police officers do bad things, okay? Yep. Um, they do. And, and you know, and talking about this and that and getting this done and doing away with police departments and, you know, and I'm going, okay, I'm listening to this. The whole time I'm remembering that the day before, Jeffrey Justice and Julian Reyes were in front of the Austin PD at 7 o'clock in the morning. By the time I got to Austin and met with the AAP and Austin PD, I was in front of the police station at 5 p.m. They had been there all day long, and we stayed till 6:30. One person, and the Project Peaceful Street. It was posted on their page, media. You know, uh, it was posted everywhere. Renata knows people up there. She's you know telling everybody, and but mainly this Project Peaceful Street that is. All four, let's rally against the police, okay, and make them do what's right. And, and all these people in Austin that are supposed, outraged at the dog shootings. Yeah. One person from Project Peaceful Street showed up. People from the street, just walking on the street, stopped. We had three media stations, television stations. We had the, the paper there. We had radio coverage. So Saturday, when I went to the rally, waiting for the panel breakout, and they were starting to ask questions, because I, of course, raised my hand, and these two guys were just talking and talking and talking and talking. And I finally, you know, they, they, weren't, they weren't calling on me. I didn't. And I thought, maybe they don't want to, you know, I, I look like a kind of person that maybe they don't want to hear what I have to say. So they're saying, okay, well, we need to take a break. And I got up, and I said, wait a minute. I'd like to say something. And I just started walking up to the podium, and Jeffrey said, Cindy, I don't think they're going to let you up there. And I said, watch me. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, I, kept walk, I started walking up there, and I said, let me just get up there. I'll only take a minute. Sure, come on up. And I looked at this room full of people, and Renata was there, and Jeffrey was there. Mm-hmm. And my, my sister was there, whom I hadn't seen in a year. And uh I looked and I said, there was a rally yesterday, and I described the rally. And I said it was all over. It was posted more than once on the Peaceful Street Project Facebook page. And I said, and you know what? Not one of you people were there. You like to complain. You like to talk. But you were not at a rally that made a difference and could have made a bigger difference if you people who were just complaining had shown up. I was removed from the stage. 
<laughs> you know what? I walked out with my head held, and my husband got up and told my sister, I better go protect her. And people were screaming at me, and I'm saying, you know, and well, I do this, I do that. And I say, you know what? I came from Fort Worth. I work full time. I've been doing this for a year. Don't talk to me about losing sleep. Yep. I said, where were you? Don't if you you have no right to complain if you're not willing to do something. Then the organizer yep. Antonio came out. He said, "Is everything all right?" And I said, "I am angry that all these people just want to complain and not do anything." And he said, "Well, you know, Cindy, I was there. And I said, "Antonio, I understand why you weren't there. I don't understand why all those people weren't there, even for five minutes. Someone from yep. Colorado came down to do this. Yep. He was there." And I said, I'm just sick of people complaining and not doing anything about it. Yep. And our our panel had, like I said, had standing room only, and we had the most media coverage. Yep. And Jeffrey you know, said, you get a little fiery, don't you? That's all, girl. That's why we opened opened our arms to you, definitely, I can tell you. But do you know what? This is the funny part is, Cindy, and I haven't spoke to you recently. I actually had somebody running down the show, and I was told on a Twitter, and it is on the Ask Sue Radio Show Network, I actually posted it. I took a screenshot of it, and I posted it, and I've got no problem in doing that. And I'm not even going to mention this person's name because I don't want to advertise them on our absolute connected radio station. But let me just say right now, I was told that I should stay in the U.K. and I should keep my nose out. Uh, uh, there was words that I'd like to say in this right now, but I'm not going to because this is a respected show and I want to make the very best for you guys. But mm-hmm. let me just tell you, I thought, you have got a nerve. Do you know what I mean? I, I work hours and hours, and this is not for glory. I don't, I don't need no thanks or nothing. I do this because I enjoy it. Everybody does their part. You know, some people write, some people cross-post, some people email, some people share, some people call, some people do things. You know, and you get these idiots have got stupid comments like that to say. And like you said, you know, you get these people that say, oh, yeah, we'll go to the event, and you get there, and there's nobody there. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what is the point? Do these people not realize that if we could get protests up and we got thousands of people there, that's when we are starting to connect? This is what this world is missing. It is just well, Jeffrey, people are not connecting. It, this is the whole problem. I agree. Everything we're doing is the fact that people aren't connecting. 95% of people of this world are just ordinary folk. 5% mm-hmm. is the government. If the 95% of the people connected, we could all go to the 5% and oh. ask them to make changes. Simple. I agree. I, I so agree. And, I, you know, I share with you, Jeffrey, you know, he's campaigned weekly in Colorado. He said, Cindy, what you need to know, too, is this is the most successful rally I have ever participated in. And I said, and, and that's wonderful, but isn't that a shame? And and Renata, got, you, you'll love her. Um, I, I let her know to call in tonight if she had time and energy. Um, but she made your point last night when she and I were talking. She said, people don't know what's going on because there are so many pages out there. And that's what someone said at this panel you know, we need one page for everybody to connect, he said, because I care what's happening, but I didn't know about all these pages. And I told him there is one really good page to read about 
most of the cases, and it's dog shot by police. And I said that's all they do is post all the stories. There's not so much commentary. They just post all of the stories for people to know about. And I said I recommend that every single one of you go look at that page because they keep it up to date as best they can. And then you will realize the magnitude of this problem. But more than one person said, we didn't know. And even after I did my rage at the at, you know the, the rally, people yeah. came up that were very nice and said, I didn't know about it. No one told me about it. I read the page, but I didn't see that. I would have been there. So your point about people not being united, people not not communicating, that's something that I am just now really coming to home on, too, that it's not that our friends don't care. It's that our friends don't know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And on the political level, too, when I talk to folks like when I talk to folks like Kelly Ellen Gray, who is my council person and helped me get our first meeting, she is just you know just horrified at the whole thought, and and the police chief and the mayor and the city manager, um, and now Mark and I become very involved in meeting any kind of meeting that involves the, the, the police department. And by being involved with the police department, we're watching them. We we go to a monthly meeting where all of the patrol officers are there in the area where I live, including the captain of our division. And that's an open forum of why aren't you paying attention to this problem? Yep. Why weren't you there? Well, you got three calls. Why aren't you responding? And we put them on the spot. And you know what? That's because... I pay your salary. <laughs> yep. I pay, you answer to me. I don't answer to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We just need to t- change this negative energy into positive connection. That's what I know. we did now. now there, there's a place for the the raging, and I think that those of us who are are taking that path on the campaign to call out the 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 untruths, calling out the the gray area of media statements, they definitely have their place in this because then there are those of us who have to take a political path in order mm. to accomplish. You yep. understand a political yep. path is different from an activist path. Yeah. Because yep. I like you know I I need to hear things. I need to take the opportunities of things I hear as opposed to waiting to say that's not true. I need to be trying to find something positive in what I'm being hurt told by by political people and police departments and work from there. Mm. Otherwise exactly. they're not going to listen. They're not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, go. Well, Cindy, um, let's just go to the phone lines. Uh, I've got a funny feeling I may know who it is. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Uh, I, I thought it was my angel. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Hi, Cindy. Hi, Kristen. How are you, my friend? 
Very good. I have hiccups, though, so bear with me. Um, I wanted to make a comment. You mentioned statistics of the median age of police officers who are shooting dogs, and I don't know the stats on police officers, um, like on patrol duty, but I do have some stats on SWAT teams. And the median age of SWAT team police officers um, shooting dogs is going to surprise you. Um, It's between the ages of 35 and 40, and they've been on the police force for over 10 years. Oh, wow. The opposite from what you would think. Well, let me ask you a question, Kristen. You, You qualify it as the SWAT team. Okay, and that's where the statistics are coming from now. Now, SWAT teams are usually made up of police officers, um, but they usually have more training Mm -hmm. than police officers, but not, you know, in regards to dogs, just in tactical measures. Um, Yeah. um, They're, you know, they're trained differently in tactics. They're not trained with animals. but I was still surprised to see that that was the case when I came across some research that had been done by um, David Klinger, actually. It was in one of his research reports that I came across mm-hmm. it. Um, but, yeah, that's as far as I know. But I was surprised to see those numbers only because Me too. we do often do come across cases where it is a new police officer who you know, just reacted too quickly, inexperienced, um, or it's a police officer who's just scared of dogs, you know, right. and reacted too quickly. Right. Um, well, Kristen and, and, and the SWAT team uh, officers are trained for the unexpected, and they're also armored for the unexpected. Oh, yeah. That's the other and thing. So, I mean, they're wearing Kevlar gear. I mean, they're covered right. head to toe. They're protected. I mean, a dog is not going to bite through what they're wearing. No. You know what I mean? So, can yeah. we can we agree though that there are the the despicable human beings that train dogs to know nothing but attack and tear apart as weapons? Well, yeah, that is the case sometimes, but at the, but you know, there's other cases where. Am I I misinformed of thinking? Well, when someone's going into a SWAT team situation, that they're going to have be more likely to encounter these these wonderful. I mean, these canines that have been trained to be to be weapons. I don't know. I don't know the answer yeah. to that. I mean, I know to train a dog like that is very expensive. Um, is, it, is it? Okay. So that's, so that's one thing to consider. I mean, okay. It's not easy to train a dog to be a weapon. I mean, for instance, okay. a police dog. It's very expensive uh-huh. to, pl- to train a police dog, you know, um, and they are trained weapons. Um, they go, I mean, there's a lot of specialized training they have to go through. So that isn't an easy task. It's not something that just anyone would have. Um, mm-hmm. So that's one thing to consider as well. I mean, you have to be going into, like, a serious, you know, 
whatever, meth lab or whatever, like big time, it'd have to be a yeah. big time, you know, project for that exa- city team. Those are the examples that are being given to me. Um, but even then, but I'm those being are told. rare cases. Those are rare are cases. They? I okay. mean, we're not seeing we're not seeing that in our stories. Those aren't the stories no, that we're, we're collecting. You know, no. um, those are. I mean, I don't have one story where that's the case. Where a dog is being shot as a result of a, a SWAT team raid. Well, is that because it's just well, not reported? No, because? because no. I'm saying that where the dog really is a trained weapon, it's just assumed oh. because drugs are related, the police automatically assume that the dogs are trained as weapons to protect the drugs. That's okay. just their mentality. It's just their mentality. Yeah. Um, so for to me to be that. quick to accept an explanation like that is exactly that. I'm being too quick to accept or concede that then. Because I've had some, I've had that said to me more than once, and I've thought, well, yeah, you know, I can understand that. But what you have found through studies is that's a rare situation. Yeah, very rare. Okay, well, see, yeah. and it goes back to what Sue's saying, you know, sharing information, and and this is the one thing that I'm always, you know, police departments say, well, you need to understand that we do come across, and of course, Mark and I always say, we're not talking about situations like that. We're talking about a situation where a lad gets out of a yard and and, and gets shot. And well, the last plot rate I recorded, they shot a three-month-old puppy. A three-month-old puppy. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. that's not a trained attack dog. It's not possible. So, I mean, the dog is still not, I mean, they're, it's still a puppy. Every law says that a puppy is a puppy until they're four months old. I mean, it's still a baby, so mm-hmm. there's just no excuse. There's no excuse. But well, do you agree with Sue that one of our one of our concerns and problems in getting more accomplished in a quicker period of time is the lack of of everybody of everybody knowing that this is going on or or coming together as one group. Sure, and that's why like I've wanted to push that website so much because I think that that will help so much with awareness, um, you know, because yeah. there would be one place, you know, right. where it's, you know, there are no websites dedicated specifically to this cause. Um, and that's what one person specifically asked me, and and you know, and I of course thought of dog shot by police because that is completely dedicated to re- to listing every single story. Sure. And Denise yeah. said that, you know, she would use her page as the Facebook page to represent whatever website, you know, we come up with or whatever. Exactly. Like we would uh, keep that, know. like that yep. Facebook page would still be connected to what we're doing. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and this is the thing, I mean, Animal advocates have got a big heart, and we all want to do our thing. But it's like somebody did message me the other day on the ASU radio show network, and they got in touch with me, and they said, oh, we're just wondering, uh, here's, like, I think it was six links, and they've got pages. And I looked at them, and there was one with six likes on. There was another one with seven likes on. There was another one with 400 and something. There was something else. And I, and I messaged them back, and I said, can I be blunt? 
I said, please don't take offense to write what I'm going to say, but please don't set up another page. Go to a page and <laughs> they need your help. It's uh-huh. just like being together. You know, you, you can have a page that, you know, maybe somebody got one admin and she's struggling and there could be somebody out there that could actually help that page. Right. So we, we, we're, we're complaining about the fact that Facebook won't let us share, but then we've got somebody making up another page. And I'm like, why are they making up another page? We don't need another one. It just adds to the same one. Well, it's interesting. Uh, it, Lieutenant Krauss from APD, when he emailed me yesterday to tell me about, you know, his, he's recommending a, it, Austin PD do the Osteria program and, and he copied someone else. And I emailed him back and I said, who is this other person that you copied? And he didn't respond. And then I saw something um, posted on Jim Osario's um, page, um, Canine Encounters, I think it's what it's called. And uh, there was the guy. <laughs> and he had met with Austin PD the same week I did. And I said, I'm going to message you, and then I thought, well, I've got his email, and so we we started emailing, and I, I said, you need to connect with all of these pages. I wish you, I knew you were existed, you existed, because he just formed his page, really? and he's not, he is not someone who who has lost a loved one. He is someone like Jeffrey Justice who is outraged uh, at what is right. happening. So I'm hoping to bring him into, let's post. Let's post here or not let as you say, Sue, we don't need another page. We need more people posting. And Renata Simmons mm-hmm. is 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 doing the same thing and, and trying to get her 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 rescue groups to stick to one area, um to unite, to bring it all yep. together because there's a lot of us out there. Exactly. Do you know what? Imagine a page though on Facebook. Let's just and, and I, you know, I, I'm, I would love to see this happen, but I'm not being funny. There's too many egos with it. But I would love to see a page that actually had, and, and Kristen will giggle at this because she knows what I'm like as far as websites and everything. I, I made her age by about 20 years in one night. But um, it was like I was saying to her, we really do need a website or a page or something where everything is one thing. It's an animal advocate mm-hmm. site, but it's got to be open to everybody because we need the general public to rehome the dogs that we need rehoming. But uh-huh. we need a section for each different thing because at the end of the day, we've got, I'm not being funny, if I said to somebody right now, okay, we've got um, a dog that's going to need a foster, but then it'll need a rescue and then it needs a thing. I'm not being funny. People would be sharing it to like 60,000 bleeding pages. If we had one place, imagine how big that would be and how, what a connection it would be because there's thousands and thousands of advocates. We just can't get them all on one page. Yeah, right. literally. You know what I mean? Literally. So imagine, yeah. just, let, let's just put this in, in perspective, right? Let's just say, Cindy and, and Kristen, you decide between you, you're going to set up a petition, right? If we got all the advocates in one place and we got all the petitions in one place, you could go down the petition section once a day and you could just go click sign, click sign, click sign, click sign, go down and imagine how many more people we'd have joined because it would be so easy. Well, Kristen, isn't Cynthia Marion out of Colorado doing something like that? 
where she's collecting all of the and posts occasionally all the petitions and all the news links and all the results and uh, just gathering. Yeah, she's word. doing something similar to what I've been doing. Um, yeah. So I've been trying to connect <laughs> with her so that we're not duplicating work, but I can't get her on the phone. She seems to be shy about talking on the phone with me for some reason. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I've been trying to get her, though, because um, there's no point in duplicating efforts. And, you know, I agree. it also you know what I mean? So um, I that's something I've been trying to get on the same page with her about is, you know, sharing our work so that we're not doing everything twice. Um, and, yeah. And, no, make yeah. things go so much faster. But, you know, my idea was basically, I mean, if there's a website where you can go to and you pick your state, first of all, that means that, you can find other people in your area to reach out to for support. It also means that you're only signing petitions for your area, which is only what legislators care about. You know, right. someone in my legislators in my state don't care about signatures from someone in Colorado. You know, um, so it pinpoints the signatures, so we're getting signatures from the right people on the right petitions, um, and so that everyone knows what's going on because. Every time someone starts a new Facebook page, it's the same thing over and over. Why don't we have? Why don't we start one for the president? Okay, well there are three for the president already. Just sign those. Like we don't need to start a fourth one. You know, um, just mm-hmm. things like that. It's just everyone starts the same process over and over again, and we can skip 50 steps with each of these, you know, victims and say, hey, you can start here. These, this is what you need to do, and you know, actually get the ball rolling. Um, so hopefully Jennifer will be back in the mix soon. She had her baby, so she's been on okay. maternity leave. And uh, so hopefully we've been working on a grant to, you know, so that we can start getting funding for all of our efforts so that everyone uh-huh. isn't working for free all the time. <laughs> so yeah. we've been working on a grant. And... <laughs> She's one of the people I'm waiting to hear back from. I hope no one does yeah. work with <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, we are all we all agree that there, and and even people who are new to this in the panel in Austin on Saturday were saying, well, there needs to be one central location, and you know, and and you look out there, and there are so many pages, but the way it starts is. Someone creates their page, Justice for Vinny. You know, mm-hmm. that's because we don't know about the other pages, like Renata in, in you know, Liberty Hill and Leander, Vinny, who survived. She had no idea. Kristen, when I, she reached out to me, and I can't remember how she found a baby because Lily was in the press, but, um, and she private messaged me and she said, Would you please call me? I don't know what to do. And I called her. Oh. She didn't know Lily had was killed. She didn't know about Cisco. She didn't know about these websites. She knew nothing. And she said she did. She did not have any idea that these shootings were going on. Mm. So yeah, um, neither did yeah. I. You know. I know. Neither did I. Did I? Yeah. We were. We did not know. And that goes back to the the point Sue made 
why haven't people known? It's because it hasn't been reported until the last couple of years. And so Mm -hmm. perhaps I think we should, you know, can agree that it's being reported now because of what we, the people, are doing. We are become we are making sure that the media knows about it. We are we are not accepting that well the police officer killed my dog, there's nothing I can do. More and more yeah. people I mean, are not media accepting that. has helped a lot. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. I Definitely. agree. So perhaps the reason there's not a central page is because we're still new. Right. It is. Well, We're still new. And we need a good website person to really put our website together, too. That's the other problem. <laughs> Maybe we could get that guy that started Facebook. What's his name? Um. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a few names for him, but it wouldn't be right to say it. <laughs> Don't even go there. Don't even go there. <laughs> I, I, can, I can feel a rant coming on. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> you get too started. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's like again though, we're all complaining because we're we. I mean, there's so many of us have had friend request blocks and um, posting ban, and our page has gone down oh, or whatever does. else. <laughs> Every single possible thing. But the trouble is, we're still making more pages, and um, which means more sharing. But then we're complaining because we can't share. Yeah. How, how does that work? I don't know, but let me lighten, lighten the mood for just a minute. My monster named Buddy was just getting ready to tear up the last patio furniture cushion I have. <laughs> so I, am, I am now outside, and I'm not yelling at him, but he's decided, oh, Mom, this is a game. Chase me, and he's got it in his mouth. Oh, boy. I found the second to the last one all over the backyard when I got home. And you were such a bad boy. Give me that. <laughs> oh, such that's a funny. bad boy. <laughs> it's still alive. My cushion's still alive anyway. And you know what? It's quite funny because when before I started the show, I I got myself a little packet of biscuits and I got my cup of tea. And I thought, oh, that would be lovely. So just join the show, you know, have a little break, and I can have a little biscuit and blah, 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 because it's like half past one in the morning here. And I thought, yeah, yeah. great. And and I was just at the end of the last, the middle break of between the two shows, and I thought, what's that noise? And I looked down, I've got five cats eating my last three biscuits out of the pack. Oh, and I said, no. are you kidding? I, I can't even, here I am, you know, saving out there and trying to make my biscuits, and then they my biscuits. Oh, God love him, and that's why we're doing this, isn't it? Oh, that is exactly goodness. why we're doing all of this, because there are children. We love them, and we would do anything in the world to save them. Absolutely. Cindy, you are a great example of perseverance and dedication to this cause, and I am so grateful to have met you in that. Oh, you are so oh, well, good at what you do. And I'll ditto that to you, too. Both oh, you. Kristen. I know, I know. You know. You're the stats person. And you know how many times 
I have relied on you to give me the information and and your ears had to be burning this weekend because your name came up so many times. And I told so many people with Jeff you know, I met Jeffrey for the first time this past weekend. Did you Yeah, isn't he awesome? Yes, he is. <laughs> and I said, you know, and I told people how you and he reached out to me and he convinced you to call me and you spent three hours on the phone teaching this old lady <laughs> about social media. <laughs> Someone who had never had a personal email before in her life. <laughs> so that is you know, that is an example of coming together and helping. Exactly. And, and and my Facebook page, Sue, and Kristen understands this completely. My Facebook page was so important to me, feeling like everything was going to change. Yeah. And perhaps that's why there are so many because someone said you need to get a Facebook page out there, and, and everyone will find it. And then people weren't finding it. And then people, I couldn't message, and Kristen got all that worked out with me. But then I, and we talk about how Cisco's page got, what, Kristen, 96,000 likes or something like that? 200,000. You know how many likes Lily's page has? About 1,367. (laughs) You know, and look, and you know how much. You've accomplished. You know how much I've accomplished. You know how much yeah, Eddie I've, has accomplished. And how I've many what we, to people, have over 2,000 likes. Not, I stress to people, do not put weight on how many likes you get because no. <laughs> it does not determine how effective a page is by any I means. Know. Absolutely. But you, you at the you same know, time understand that it's, it's this emotional um, mm-hmm. It's an emotional uh, attachment sure. and anchor to getting help and being heard and someone doing something as the likes on your page, oh, particularly yeah. someone like me who had no idea what all that meant. Yep. I just yep. knew someone, you know, and then Cisco, I saw Cisco's, and remember we couldn't understand how he, something more didn't come of that. I still don't understand. The only thing I mean, it got a lot of national media, which would be, you know, the start. But besides that, I don't know. And I don't know what happened to Paxton. He just kind of disappeared. But he reached out to Julian and helped. But he um, he, he couldn't be at the rally for whatever reason, you know, and and, and... as you know, as I know, as Julian knows, when you witness what we witnessed, it changes you. Oh, sure. And and some are some like you and I, and it changes us into activists that we never thought we would be. It, it's given yep. us a strength that we never knew we had or never knew we needed, and others that makes them hate society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we need society to achieve. Mm. Yep. Yeah, uh, I don't you know. know. I, I, I would have just, without 
those of you who reached out to me, you kept me going. <laughs> you kept me yeah. going. And I could do without Lily's page now. You know, I, I mean, people, I sure. post things and I'll look, but, you know, it's not my daily life to get onto Facebook. That's why I urge people, email me. I don't. I, and I can't get on Facebook at work, so and mm-hmm. but and I urge people just email me. But um, I use it now because people want to know what's going on. But now it's it's serving its purpose. But again, I've only got thirteen hundred something likes, and I guess you know the biggest the biggest um, uh, participation or likes or shares or whatever that I have on hers is. One that reached over 5,000, and it's when I posted a report of two significant progresses, Leander and meeting with the chief, and and uh, and people just went crazy with that. When I posted, we are we have we've made progress, and it went all yeah. over the, well, the world. Yeah. And then the others get a hundred, maybe you know, fifty. But this, I'm thinking, wow, that's telling me something. You know, people, people are spreading the word of progress, and that also advances yeah. our cause. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know how it works. Like I told Julie, and I said, yeah, I know you did everything the way you should have. You you remained a peaceful activist. You spoke calmly. You asked to be listened to. Why didn't it work for you and it worked for me? Maybe because I'm dealing with better people in Fort Worth than you're dealing with in Austin. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I, so, I don't know. So so what do you to now think that we need people to do? What You know, okay, if I could wave a magic wand and I can say, right, okay, I can get people to start to connect, what's the one thing that we really need people to do right now? I, I'll go first. I think that... Um, people and they need to reach out to their their city spokespersons being their city councils and their mayor and their um chief of police and their city manager and I don't I know all cities in the United States don't have those kind those positions but they have similar they need to reach out to those individuals who are mostly elected officials on their local level and demand to know why there is no comprehensive animal encounter training in their city. And they need to do it in letters, not emails, because emails can be ignored. But they need to do it in letters by certified mail in some way or hand delivery that they know they're received, and they need to follow up with phone calls. And if they don't get phone calls, they need to send those letters to the media. And I say, wait and see if they get phone calls first rather than getting the media involved at the beginning because you may have somebody who is willing to talk openly with you, but if they know it's going to be, you know, reported on TV and maybe misquoted, you, mm-hmm. you're starting out you're starting out with a protest first instead of a, yeah, instead of a, a right. reach out. It's, you heard me say that's how Chief Acevedo had somebody contact me. I wrote him a letter. And I think I'll hear from the chief of police in Houston soon. He's got 5,400 officers in his department. So that's what I urge people to do, to recognize the folks you would be reaching out to are the people who are elected to take care of 
your city, and they're the people who hire the chief of police and the city manager, and they're the people you pay with your tax dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I say to recognize, and it's kind of my catchphrase now, we the people have the power to make our representatives do what we want them to do. Hallelujah. Absolutely. I've said this for I, until I'm blue in the face and driving myself mental. I keep saying to people, we the people are in control of what's actually going on. It's us that's not speaking loud enough, and that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. I you agree. I mean? you, what do you think, Kristen? What do you think we should do? Oh, I agree with everything you said. Um, Lady Van Cavage made an interesting comment on one of the shows, and she said that it is so rare for people to call their representatives that it only takes six phone calls to swing a vote. I know. It is that rare for people to actually call and say, this is what we want you to do, Um, that it only requires six to sway their votes, and that's really sad. So, yeah, people, people need to get involved. Do you think involved. people don't know? Do you think people don't, it's because they don't know how? Or they, why Why don't people do it? Who knows? I mean, are they afraid? Just, are they shy? I guess are people they... think it's just going to get taken care of. People just think uh, that, I think that people just think it's just going to get taken care of. You're right. You know? Because, you know, you and I had more than one conversation where, people would get in touch with me and they just wanted me to do it for them. Well, won't you just do it for me? And I have to share that I have barely enough emotional energy to continue my campaign. I will tell you how to do it. I will support you, but I can't carry, I I can't take on a hundred percent of it because I'm I'm doing what I can. So Mm -hmm. that's what I say people need to do, And like right now. Right now there's a campaign that's important going on, and and it's for Vinny and Leander. The chief of police of Leander, like I said earlier, is an amazing man. I haven't met him, but I've talked to him more than once. And he is talking with Chief Halstead, and he said, Cindy, and I told him that the city attorney's office in Fort Worth almost really just messed up our deal. Um, telling Chief Halstead not to communicate with us. Unfortunately, he is a smart um, (laughs) man, and he didn't particularly listen, and he talked to us. And because of that, we achieved. Well, Chief Minton said, and I shared that, and he said, well, Cindy, that's exactly why I reached out to the family as soon as I could, because I knew that I was going to be told I couldn't talk to them. And he said, I called them the next day, and I talked to them, and I continued to talk to them until until I was told I couldn't. And he said when the um, family decided that they were probably going to have to hire a lawyer because the city of Leander won't pay 150 I mean, $1,500 in vet bills. That's all they're asking for. He was told he couldn't communicate with them um, anymore. Now, the campaign is a letter-writing campaign to those city leaders, and I obviously lead, let that term be used loosely, telling them <laughs> what in the world 
are you thinking? And Renata's family accepted that, quote, the city's insurance company told them that they had no liability. And I enlightened her, it's not an insurance company. It's the city manager's office. And the city manager coordinates with the mayor, and the mayor coordinates with the city council. Mm -hmm. It's not an insurance company. And I sent a letter-writing campaign from people in Texas and across the country telling these people they have no business suggesting to be representing citizens when they've made such a poor decision because their family was, their five-year-old grandson was, could have been shot, if you all know the story. He was sitting right there. She she realized something horrible that happened when her grandson walked in saying, Grandma, Grandma, and had blood all over him. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So, you know, oh and, and I'm I'm going to start the letters. And I'm going to send them to her so she can share, you know, what needs to be said. And oh, I already wrote the mayor and, and told him, you know, the first step of what you've done is, it, you know, supporting the chief in this mandated training. So <laughs> the yes. city, all I can say is their city attorneys are giving some really, really bad advice. Yeah. Just like our city attorney in Fort Worth, Gerald Pruitt, gave some really, really Bad advice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what the other the other thing I always say to people, and since we've been doing the shows about dogs being shot by the police, I've said to everybody, and also about children, about dogs, everything. I've said to everybody, when you're adding friends and when you're adding people to a group or a page, add as if it's happened to you today. How many people oh. would you want to join to that group if it happened to you today? Mm-hmm. That is how many people you should be adding to that group because you never know what is around the corner. Because, Kristen, I if I'd have said to you a week before your dogs were shot, this is going to happen, you'd say, nah, that's not going to happen to me. Oh, and the same never before. Do you know what I mean? I know. So, so all the people that are sitting there saying, it'll never happen to me, all it takes is for your son, daughter, the little one, to leave the front door open and your dog run out. It's a All it takes is for the police to show up at the wrong address, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All, the, all oh. it takes is for police to be chasing a, a suspect and need to run through your yard yeah. unannounced and a dog be there and it gets in the way and they shoot it. Yep. yep. All That's it the number one. You know, your, your money, you left your wallet on top of your car and good Samaritans are calling in and you get pulled over by state troopers and your family is handcuffed. <laughs> thrown on the ground and a dog is shot because they won't close the car door. Yeah. These stories are out there, folks. These are real stories. Yeah. Real stories. And the number one circumstance of the shootings is a police officer chasing a suspect through someone's backyard. Um, That's why I put up a privacy fence with glass gates so people can't run through my yard and they can't chase anyone through my yard. But, I mean, that's the number one instance. In one instance, they were chasing graffiti suspects. Is that worth the life of a dog? No. And these were 15-year-old kids. They're chasing 15-year-old kids who are graffiti suspects. Is that worth the life of someone's pet? No, it's not. They can go around. They can run around, you know. Why can't they run through the neighbor's yard? Why do they have to run through yours? They don't. And there's no trespassing there, is there? 
again, officers have way too much immunity, and you know why? It all, all goes back to because our elected officials are passing laws that make it so. Yeah. And because police officers stop. represent the city. Yeah, exactly. But the laws are made by the legislators. The laws that allow our Fort Worth police officers to have immunity are made by our Texas legislators. Legislation. Mm-hmm. It's in the it's in the Texas Civil Practice and Remedies Code. So you know, and and we recently had a shooting in Fort Worth on my part of town where an alarm's going off in a house in the middle of the night. Elderly neighbor, who's 72 years old, Jerry Waller, goes out through his kitchen door into his garage, opens the garage door. He's in his long johns. He's got a gun. Doesn't know what's going on. He sees flashlights in his driveway. The police, a police officer, shot him six times in the chest in the garage. <laughs> Killed him. Oh, my gosh. Good. There were three people that witnessed it. Of course, both police officers said he wouldn't drop the gun after they demanded more than once that he drop his weapon. Good grief. Listen, um, I, we've got Eddie on the line, and let me get, bring him in. Okay, okay well, Eddie, how are you doing? Boston, you guys. Hello, Eddie. Hi, how are you doing, Sue? I just listening uh, to Cindy and everything. Hello, Cindy and Kristen. Hey. Hi, you guys. Hey, I'm going to jump off so there's not so many people, but I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Love you too, Kristen. Bye. Talk to you soon. Eddie, what's going on? Eddie? What was that? How are you doing? Oh, pretty good, Sue. Uh, um, uh, just uh, you know, busy with uh, with some uh, some things are going on, and uh, you know, you were you were saying uh, oh uh, about contacting politicians and, and and these people that can make a difference. Obviously, that's that's uh, what I I did originally with the the person in charge of law enforcement. You know, the sheriff the, the sheriff's department. Yeah. Uh, right. That runs the county, and that's that's a staff of twelve hundred, you know. And then just recently, I, I just this past week, I sent out a, an email uh, because of a shooting of a, a German Shepherd. This German uh-huh. Shepherd uh, had no reason. The officer had no reason to really shoot it. The dog was just going outside to the yard to relieve himself, uh, and the owner came out, and his dog was shot. Uh, the owner is a disabled elderly uh, individual. And oh my! These, uh, yes, and uh, the, the city, it, all they're doing is getting, uh, uh, oh, uh, excuses that they're investigating. Well, what I did is I got the supporters because I joined the Justice for Max uh, supporters out in in California that that are they're they're working fighting with. Um, because of uh, Max the Rottweiler that was shot, right, right, and and, and you know the the video went viral and everything. Those people started uh, emailing our city, uh, our mayor, city oh, council, wow. and they started they they let them have it just to let them know that we were on this and 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 the support. Uh, again, they were getting excuses from city hall. Now uh-huh. uh, none of my, none of my emails were 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 answered, but I think the best next thing is the phone call. You mentioned the letter, which is appropriate. 
But I, 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 like to, I like to get somebody on the phone. I want them to uh, give me a reason. What good reason if your constituents uh, are asking for something and you don't even return a phone call or email? Mm-hmm. And these, these are the ones that are running for office. I already gave them a notice. We will not vote for you. We're next up, you know, because yeah. it, it's, it's ridiculous. They are in power. They're in office, and they're not listening to the people. And as uh, as as uh, 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 Sue said, you know, it's we the people. You know, mm-hmm. we're the ones that are supposed to. You know, they're supposed to uh, serve serve the people. You know, yeah. and, and you, you know, Eddie, you bring up such a good point that the ideal time to do that is when these politicians are running for office. <laughs> yes, you know? and, this is, and okay. this is the best time to do it. Uh, and we ha- we have a, we just got another candidate that came up uh, to run for city council. She owns a pet store in, in the city, uh-huh. okay, uh, and she's running. And we're going to support her because it seems like the ones that are on, on city council, she's running in the primary. She's got to win the primary. Uh, yeah. Well, because the ones that are, uh, in, they're not doing anything. They're not addressing. And here's the thing. What good reason does the police force, the police department have, in not uh, giving uh, a training for their officers? If, if you equip them with training for everything else, why mm-hmm. not in, in handling unfamiliar canines and, and animals in general? You know, it could be a horse. You know, for all, know. all I can. But how in the world are, are, are they not going to get equipped? We're not asking. People get trained every day when they get start new jobs. It's, 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 it's a training. It's hard to incorporate them into the company. So why can't an officer get prepared in this area? And you were right. Every, every out of every four families, three are dog, there's, there's a, three are dog owners uh-huh. in the country. And and, and 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 they're part of our culture, our society, you know. And they, they do what they do, you know. They they alert us. They they're they're, they're companions. Uh, a dog doesn't know the difference between a thug or a police officer. You well, see? Eddie, would you agree that that maybe perhaps the reason there hasn't been training um, sooner is because indeed. The dog shooting incidents are just recently being, in the last two years, being reported. Are being, yes. Being yes. worthy I, I, of, I mean, of a news pit, you know, reporter saying, covering it. Yes, yes. And the thing is, before it's always the media reporting the, the negativity of the dog attacks, and they always, yeah. uh, they'll always the highlight pitbull, the pitbulls and everything. Yes. But, yeah, yeah, I think just recently, because more people, and just recently now uh, with Max, it's gotten uh, 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 world attention, and now the owner has a high-profile lawyer that represented uh, celebrities uh, mm-hmm. and everything. They have him on the case. So, they're, you know, they got a site to raise money because it's going to take me. Uh, he's not doing it for free, pro bono or anything. Uh, so, you, you know, it, it's gotten more attention as far as people, I, I just wish more people would, uh, I mean, they they got a good following, and they have a good, strong base of supporters there. And uh, yeah. I joined because I 
they, and they're thanking me because I already did what they're trying to do. I already did here in in in, in yeah. Monroe County. You, you see, and, and you know and, what's interesting about your situation is it's like Jeffrey's. You you didn't do it because you had a baby killed. You did it because right. you are simply outraged at at the fact that it's happening. Yes, exactly. yes. And the thing and about even it that, is, the it, fact it, that you know we the people like you and Jeffrey, you have a a a well of energy that we who have lost don't have. And that's where we rely on you because you have this well of energy because you don't have a part of your heart and and soul ripped away from you. You are able to pick up where we just simply can't go one more day because one more day, I, I just can't think about it tomorrow. I've got to have a break. Right. And, and right. That, you guys are so important to our campaign. Yeah. Because you can yeah. do this and do and you can do it and 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 feel really good and 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 not have to relive a horror every time you do something as you know so many of us have to do. Yes, but you we know have Cindy, to relive I, it. I, I I was gonna tell you uh, and then because sometimes we don't see uh, the the facets of the, the development and everything, but mm-hmm. uh, you, you're you're having victory and success and. When they see Fort Worth, the rest of the state, and other agencies, yes, this is working. There hasn't been no dog shooting. That's going to get, bring more merit and credit, uh, not only to the training, but, of course, you know, the Fort Worth Police Department, because it's the oh, same yeah. here. Uh, Monroe County hasn't had a dog shooting incident. Why? Because they're training. This month they right. started dangerous dog training. Now, they got this training from uh, the ASPCA at Alford College to uh, to deal in a humane way, to deal with these dogs in a humane way. There, there's, and then when, when we mention, when, when they mention a baton, the baton is not to beat the dog. It's to prevent a bite. Right, okay. exactly. Well, let me, let me ask you, did you see, did you see that Jim Osario is now national, nationally known? Worldwide uh, I, I, known, an organization out of Spain has contacted him. Oh, really? Yes, it was posted yes, today I, saying yes, that they are redoing yes. a manual for a police department, and they've mentioned him and would like to get more information from him. So our Jim Osario is now international. Right, right. And here's <laughs> another thing. Uh, with the Monroe County Sheriff's Department, uh, he, he uh, uh, Commander Phelps, he designed and uh, – He's the one I put you in contact with uh, when yeah. we, we spoke mm-hmm. originally. Well, they designed the the, the the training so any police department agency can use it. I mean, they right. don't have to do anything, but just you know. And of course, they would well, they they would help. But it, it's already done. The only thing is the, the 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 agencies would have to say we we would like this and we want we we, we want to do this. You see, right. so that's that's another avenue. Because Jim Osara is doing fantastic, and because I, I like, of course, the hands-on training he uses, because you're right, yeah. there are a lot of police, police officers that might be afraid of a dog, you see. So they're going to act uh, according with their their weapon. As a matter well, of fact, I, 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 can, I can go as far as this. Some police officers are afraid of the police dogs. 
Right. Well, you know? part of what Lieutenant Krauss from the Austin PD shared was that the hands-on training appealed to him because of the the, the officers out there who have fear of dogs and because Coral is there and the officers that have fear, they have an opportunity to interact and even if they would admittedly, and some do, admit they are afraid of dogs. And just for them to openly admit to their fellow officers in a training setting, I'm afraid of dogs and then be able to have more focus on overcoming your fear of dogs because, officer, you're going to run into an animal every single day. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. why I promote, and I believe in, and that why Lieutenant Krause saw it as such a benefit, is the hands-on classroom training so the trainer can recognize a student that has an issue that is a person that has an issue with dogs in general. Like Frank Brown, yeah. yeah, you know. So it's it's such a it's such a solvable problem. This is a problem. There are so many issues in the world that that are going to take years and years to fix. World hunger, crooked politicians. But you yeah. know what? This problem of the epidemic of dog shootings has an yeah. easy, easy fix. And that's what we all need to come together, as Sue said, to make our those people who we elect to be our voice, make them realize that this is in the forefront. Okay, Obamacare, you know what? I can't fix Obamacare, and my senator can't fix Obamacare. Ted Cruz thinks he can fix Obamacare. But you know what? That's years and years down the road. This can be fixed tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. It's an easy thing. And, and, you know, these representatives, to get them on board to realize, you know what, listen to your constituents. They want this fixed, and you will get a, you will get an easy feather in your cap. Yep. Just yep. fixing this problem. Yep. Exactly. So, but they have to hear about it. They have to hear about it. And, you know, Leander... As, as Greg Minton said, Cindy, we hadn't had a dog shooting in Leander since I've been police chief, and and I, I don't think since we've been on the force. He said we haven't. And he said, but one one is too much. That's yeah. one too many for my police department. Well, he's he's an upstanding guy. Thanks, <laughs> you know Yeah. <laughs> so you know, and Chief well, Halstead, Chief Halstead was the same way. It's not going to happen again in my city, Cindy. Not if I have anything to do with it, and I do. And he went to action. Austin can do the same thing. Houston, every single city in America can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, guys, I hate to tell you, although I'm not being funny, it's been a four-hour show, and we are down to the last three minutes. (laughs) I love you, Sue. Thank you for getting a hold of me. Thank you for doing everything you do. For yes. bringing us together, for for giving you know those. I know my sister's listening right now. Hi, Carolyn, um, but she wouldn't call <laughs> in. Eddie <laughs> knows Carolyn. Um, yes. I know a lot of people are are listening that that won't call in, but they want to hear 
what you have to share and give people the opportunity to share, Sue. You're doing an amazing service to us all. And we oh, well, thank you very much. It. That means a lot. Thank you. But thank you so you know, much. Not, I I just love the fact that I'm managing to unite people, and that's what's important. And I think you know, these goals can actually be so much more achievable achievable if we just unite. And it, it doesn't yeah. take much just to share people's profiles and add people to groups and stuff. And I think we can actually get there eventually. But I completely you, agree. I'm so, proud, I, I'm so proud of both of you, what you've been achieving, and please keep up the good work. And remember, if you ever need the Asu show, you just get in touch with me, and we'll soon put a show together to help you both out, okay? Thank you so much, and Eddie, love you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, speak to you soon. Bye-bye, thank all. you both. Sue, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to okay. I won't be long. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Cheers, love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Eddie. Bye-bye. And I have got to say, what an absolute fantastic night we have had on the Ask Sue Show. Amazing guests and a connection. Uniting people literally all over. And, you know, I'm in the UK and I'm doing my part, but you guys can do your part too. Please do not think that it will never happen to you because it might. But also share those good posts too. Don't let this world just be full of negativity all of the time. Share the good posts. Share the, the, the policeman that saved that dog. Share the policeman that, you know, saved that person yesterday. At the end of the day, the world is what we make it. And until we all sit together and unite as people and make power to make a difference, this will always continue. Don't come to me when it's happened to you. Come to me to say you don't want to prevent it. Prevention is better than cure, and this goes for many, many things. I ask all of you, please, to add people to the Ask Sue Show group. I want to get more groups to be able to give them exposure, like we have for Jamie tonight, but also to bring people, more people together. So add friends and relatives and whoever to the Ask Sue Show group on Facebook. Please ask them to have a look at my blog. It's asksueshow.blogspot.co.uk. And they can also email me at asksueshow at gmail.com. Well, we've now got 30 seconds, and I have been going for the last two days with one hour of sleep, so I think I'm owed a bit of a sleep. So I will catch up with you all very soon, and I thank you all very much. Please be safe, and please keep your animals safe too. I thank every single one of you for listening to the show, and thank you very much for sharing. Sweet dreams, everybody, and I will speak to you all very, very soon. Good night. <laughs>